FM Rewind. Wow, 88.1, the main switch. It's going to be a very different one. We're touching on some issues that are faced by women in South Africa, which is something that we really need to talk about. And today we are joined um, by Garabo, who is a women's rights activist. Garabo, before we actually went for traffic, you were telling us more about Chile's. But I want to find out from you guys, your mission is to destroy the social construct um, that is aimed to um, disempowering or silencing young women in uh, the position of power. I just want to know... How are you guys doing that? Okay. So there are many ways in which we empower young women. For yep. example, the people who founded rather the woman who founded this organization, which is a non profit organization, mm-hmm. are females. Former president of the University of Namibia and the former deputy president of the VIT SRC. Hmm. That speaks to the example that we have, or rather the shoulders that we stand for. What we do is host empowerment sessions where we bring powerful women in their respective careers to come and empower young women in university, in institutions of higher learning. Yeah. For example, we also visited Deep Slute when we celebrated our one-year anniversary where we speak to young women, go into the destitute communities to ensure that young women's voices are heard and are amplified. So we host various workshops and empowerment sessions just to ensure that women understand their voice and their power Mm -hmm. in order for them to begin the emancipation of dismantling the social constructs. Mm-hmm. Powerful. And then she leads proudly announced the launch of the comprehensive 365 days campaign dedicated to raising awareness, instigating transformation action and effective enduring change. Kindly please tell us more about the campaign. Okay, so the campaign commenced on the 1st of January 2024, mm-hmm. which is okay. this year. Today's day 39 of 365. What we did was we were able to identify the gap. Mm which is realizing that 16 days of activism is not enough. Mm. Okay. We have six pillars in our mission. Yeah. And pillar number five of our mission is advocacy and awareness. Mm -hmm. Basically advocating for gender equality, social justice, and the dismantling of barriers that hinder the progress of women. Yeah. Therefore, we realize that because we're about advocacy and awareness... Let us take a stand to advocate and bring forth awareness with gender-based violence for the rest of the year. So we dedicate and commit our entire timeline and calendar to the scourge of gender-based violence that is influenced or rather at the back of the national strategic plan, Mm -hmm. which I'm glad that you began by the president's speech in 2019. That is where we draw our... Strength from. Strength from our research, our knowledge, and our information, basically, to ensure that this runs as smoothly as possible. And as much information and research we get goes to the public. I'm also glad that you touched on the clip that we played earlier on. Yeah. Based on what our president said, do you think there's any change so far since that was said in 2019? Do you think the rate is slowing down or there's just still more happening when it comes to women? GPV, sure. to be exact. Is, the, is there anything being done to the offenders? Are they really getting life sentence? Hmm. So, I will be statistically honest <laughs> with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, for example, I'm from Soweto. Yeah. 
And in Soweto, there's a culture of violence. We're known for violence. violence. It's like about 20% to 34% of women who report sexual and physical yeah. abuse. And there's always female victims, right? Our minister, of Beggy, Mr. Beggy Kele, had stated that there is a large number, a plethora of number, about 10,651 rape cases. That's mm. a lot. It's, it's, it's too much. It's a lot. And when you think about it, and the legal system, and the police station, for example, there's not much improvement. True. However, when we did visit Deep Sloot, we found that their, their police station service had a GBV desk. Mm-hmm which is something we don't find in Soweto and mm. would love in many township areas because in most destitute areas, GBV is very high. True. And for me, that was interesting. It, it did look like a step forward to say, we have a particular desk that deals with victims of GBV other than everybody coming to the same, de- yeah. same desk for different issues. That means the issues will be dealt with delicately. So... With that, just one aspect of it, it oh, it's a way of improvement. Mm. However, that's where we come in as she leads. Okay, we're an organization of empowering, of advocacy and awareness. Our responsibility is to acquaint ourselves with this document. Yeah, it's a long document. It's yeah. about three hundred sixty-six pages. Yeah. And not a lot of young people know about it. We know about it. Bumi knows about it. DJT yeah. knows about yeah. it because we're in the academic space. But our duty is to acquaint ourselves with it for it to go out there. Yeah. For it to arrive to the people that it needs to assist. So if the government is not doing enough to ensure that there's improvement, I guess that's where non-profitable organizations come Comes in. in. Come in Collaboration with organizations who are already working the ground with GBV and ensure that we fill in the gap, provided that we already have this document that gives us many pillars on what it is that we need to do to curb this scourge that we are currently faced with. Sure. In everything that women go through, more especially in South Africa, when you guys say you remind every woman that unaman lambogoto, how do you make them regain their power? Mm. In so many ways. So our slogan is, she's empowered, she empowers. Okay. Beautiful. If I am empowered, I'll make an example with myself. Again, I'm from Soweto. I will keep mentioning where I'm from, particularly because, as I said, Soweto has, it's known for different things. Violence, a place where there's no growth, ETC, Mm. right? Being at Wits University is an opportunity for me to go and bring back that young girl who's dreaming to yeah. come in and take position and take charge. I made an example of our founder and our co-founder. They are great leaders who we stand on because they are showing us examples that it is impo- it, it is possible to lead and nothing, no patriarchal system can mm. stand in the way. We are the change that we want to see, basically. So, when we say, Unamantla Mbogoto, we say, stand your ground. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Go there and dismantle the social uh, constructs. Don't follow the norms. If it means that you have to be irregular in order for you to stand and be recognized as a woman, do it. So, we are 
deconstructing normalcy basically about yeah. women being timid yeah. about women not being able to take up space about women being shy about women being emotional yeah sure those things exist but mm. that does not stop me from leading as i had mentioned earlier that's why we host several uh workshops we empower young women last year in in, in september we had maiden a maiden event where we celebrated Zulu maidens and oh, that's nice. brought them together to come and feel and have their voice felt to say what you're doing is absolutely alright in a world that has normalized other things so we're celebrating basically their cultural values, values. and morality so yeah it's Main premised switcher. on many workshops. She leads is proudly announcing the launch of their comprehensive 365 days campaign dedicated um, to raising awareness, um, instigating transformation, action, and effective um, enduring when it comes to change. And um, in studio, we are joined by Karabo, um, who is a women's rights activist. Karabo, I just want to find out from you. Um, we talked more about GBV um, and, of course, how the government is actually um, trying to tackle that on their side. But I want to find out from you. Do you feel like when it comes to communities, um, are we doing something when it comes to that? I believe that we are doing something, particularly because I, as a non-profitable organization, we yeah. work with various organizations. Yeah. We're involved with civic engagement. So we do see community members themselves taking in the efforts to ensure that there's change within the communities. Yeah. Mm. So I do see the improvement. And one of the greatest pillars that we're going to take from the national strategic plan is actually pillar number four which is love um healing mm-hmm. and response and healing for victims basically yeah which focuses on a holistic sort of care yeah what happens to the victims after everything yeah. after police um visits after they have suffered much what mm. happens to them yeah. you know mm. so there is improvement. There is a room for improvement, particularly from community members who put the effort to ensure that there is healing, to ensure that there is improvement, to ensure that we curb the scotch that we're faced with. You know, I just, I'm glad that you actually touched on what happens to the victims yeah. after, you know, because I've, I've had this question at the back of my head. So I just want to find out, you know, when, with other people, when they have went through trauma it's not easy for them to trust people or it's not easy for them to get over the trauma do you guys maybe work hand in hand with therapists to help them overcome the trauma that they went through or what do you do to make sure that they pass that stage oh yes sure so in our action plan we actually do have a line of professional workers who have dealt with gbv victims in the long term social workers therapists psychologists who are going to do pro bono work for us to ensure that our victims are heard that the workshops that we get into it's beneficial for the victim because honestly it's not really easy to speak about these things from a victim point of view especially to someone Someone that you don't know do not know no matter how genuine or intentional my approach may be so we have put together a line of therapists and professionals psychologists social workers to work hand in hand in us in our action plan for the 365 days okay let's talk about um the the leadership and engagement how are you guys um shaping of course the resilience and of course the visionary um leaders who are actually bringing change in their communities so how we shape them 
it will always go back to she's empowered she empowers that's what you guys stand for yes that's what we stand for that's what we're staunch on that's our agenda yeah because we give platform for community members yeah we give platform for a young person who has a dream who wishes to bring it to life who wishes who wishes to see it manifest so we do have platforms uh, on, on our instagram where we actively encourage young people to engage with us yeah. from all sorts of backgrounds so yeah. that gives them a position to stand up in their community and be community leaders holistically okay. going back to she is empowered and she empowers i want to understand that a bit let's say for example you have someone that went through gender-based violence right and then you guys have empowered the person do you then allow the people that the person that has went through that to speak to maybe the new victims do because you know sometimes it's Ooh. it's okay for to have therapists and everything but i can much more relate to someone that has experienced the same thing that i went through so with the therapist it's someone that went she's doing it by the book not by experience do you guys then allow or maybe groom people that have went through that and you feel like they're strong enough to be able to help the next victim that you guys come across Mm. that is a good question and I believe it's something that we should look into yeah. in our action plan. However, it's very important for us to follow professional protocol with yeah. regards to the sensitive matter where we... Because we're failing you. This is our first 365 okay. days campaign ever. And then this will give us an opportunity to look into such matters, as you say. Now that we've empowered someone who has healed, who is on a journey to find themselves again, irrespective of the suffering and the trauma that they have went through can they now impart this healing onto the next person of course of course provided that the next person is ready to receive it's always a matter of concern I allow you to be in my space we're safe with one another because we've both experienced this so it makes things easier Grabo in wrapping before we let you go um, uh, I just want to find out from you what are you guys working on as she leads for this year what can we expect what are some of the um, campaigns that you also um, going to be part of there's so much that we're working on so yep. I will first begin with the 365 days work that is currently happening yep. we are with Instagram live sessions where we inform people about gender based violence of course on the back of or rather at the back of national strategic plan yeah we are also posting weekly informative guides for example did you know what the national plan uh, the strategic plan says did you know the statistics we are involving male organizations mm. to be in the conversation because they right. form and are part of the research uh, we're collaborating with UKZN we also have projects with Ikebole to we have so many things that are coming up. Yeah. How to find more about us? We do have a website. Okay. Is run. It's up and running. Sheleads.co.za. And on Instagram, we are underscore she.leads underscore. There you have it, Main Switcher. Karabo, thank you so much for joining us here on the Main Switch. All the best, and we love your work. We'll definitely support everything that you guys are doing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. The Main Switch. FM Rewind, file 88.1.